to the Remarkable Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm Deidre Shen, founder and CEO of Capshow, software that helps entrepreneurs turn their stories into content that converts. Now, we believe that every entrepreneur who has had to overcome their own internal struggles is remarkable. And it is this exact remarkability that needs to be shared so that they can positively impact the world. So stick around to the end of the show. We will reveal how you can be our next guest in 20 or 25 minutes. So let's go. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Remarkable Entrepreneur Podcast. I am Deidre Shen, your host, and I'm joined today by Leah Zorzu, who helps entrepreneurs dare to dream their lives without any guilt. Wow, that is a big one. I love that. Can you tell us a little bit, Leah, about, well, first of all, welcome. And can you tell the audience a little bit about what it is that you actually do? Thank you so much for the invitation. Thank you so much. It's amazing to be here. Um, What I do is I help people dare to dream their lives. I give them permission to dream their lives without any guilt by getting rid of all the roles and beliefs that they have been carrying all their lives, you know, since they were kids. I help them find and accept themselves, love themselves exactly as they are unconditionally. And I do this by helping them express their true feelings because because of the roles that we have uh, had since we grew since we were born actually we suppress our feelings so in my program I help them there to feel express Mm. their feelings and speak their mind without any guilt wow I love that that is so so cool so unique and can you like how did you even get started in that? And was there something, first of all, how did you get started in that? I'd love to know, was there something inside of you that you knew was holding you back even yeah. when you were getting started? So seven years ago, uh, my sister, my younger sister, who was recently divorced with two young kids, she was diagnosed with a rare disease. Okay, At the moment, I had a family, my three-year-old son, and I was running my first technological startup. I was living my dream. Okay, I was talking to investors, I was so happy. Um, And it was that moment that actually, um, as soon as I heard about the illness, my reaction was to pause my life, stop going to my work and, you know, taking care of my team. And I spent three months with my sister to help her find the right team of doctors. And actually in the evening I would do research because I come from the academia. I was looking around all the world to find the best um, institute for her because it was what she had was very, very rare. So three months later, my sister had a, a team of doctors in the plan and I was left at home in bed, depressed, miserable. I had lost my drive. I had lost my passion and I, was, I, have be, I had been awarded for my passion and determination. So I was, you know, I couldn't take care of my son and my relationship with my husband was at least shaky. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it was at that moment that for the first time in my life at 40 years of age, I said, I don't like my life. Mm-hmm. This is not what I want. I want more. I need help. Yeah. And it was the first time in my life at 40 years of age. And this for me was the, 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 the pivotal moment that I said, I, need, I cannot do this anymore on my own because until then I was, you know, I was always, uh, you know, 
chasing what I wanted and I was doing everything on my own. And I said, I need help. Yeah. So I asked for help outside of my friends and family for the first time. And where can I ask, like, what was that feeling? So I know that you mentioned you were kind of, you just almost seemingly like woke up one day and was like, I hate my life. Like, can you tell us what do you think, why do you think that was? And um, almost like what were the consequences, like the, the, the direct impacts on you, like internally? Yeah. Yourself. Yeah. I mean, as I said, you know, I didn't have any passion for life and any passion for my work. And I was feeling so alone. And do you think that's because you had, you know, in your mind, you'd sort of for the three months, you'd, you'd sort of dropped everything else. And, you know, the one, your one sole focus was helping your sister. And then now that that was happening, you didn't have a purpose. Like what was, what do you think? I was mean, the, the yeah, I, I had put myself first. I had put my sister first and not me. Okay. Yeah. And at the end, I didn't like the result. Because that I was faced with the result. And looking back now, all of my life, I was running to help others. My, my sister never asked for help. Yes. I ran to help her, okay? Yeah. Because that was my role. That was my purpose in the family. Yes. So it was an automatic reaction. So I was faced with the result of that, that yeah. I didn't like. And that is so, it's so fascinating. I have a really, really good friend of mine, actually, who similar situation where all her life she was always the family mediator she was always the family you know helper um, all of that and now later in life she's like I don't even know who I am like because mm-hmm. my whole my whole identity was being this person in all these people's lives and getting almost that external validation and and feeding off the fact that like you know it's almost like um, having martyrdom, right? Like that mm-hmm. you, you're kind of like, well, look at me, I'm, I've given myself to everyone else and you kind of feed off that. And then you get to this point and I'm not saying that that's necessarily what you went through, but it sounds very similar to, you know, even her story. And then you get to this point and you're like, who am I? <laughs> who am I really? Actually, I used exactly the same phrase when my yeah. mentor said, Leah, now you understand why you reacted like this. Mm-hmm. So now at 40, you can decide who you want to be. You yeah. can decide what you like and what you don't like. And it was, my, my first reaction was, oh my God, I'm doing this. You know, I need this. I'm doing this for me. Yes. And my second thought that evening was, I'm helping others. Yeah. After I do it for me, I will help others because I could see all around me, people trying to fulfill other people's expectations, try to run, to live a life that had no idea if they wanted, yes. but, you know, we were programmed to do. And I want to say something else at this point. From outer looking in, I had success. Mm. You know, I had master's in PhD. I had lived and traveled and um, uh, worked abroad. I had traveled around the world for a year uh, with my partner. I had a family, I had a son, okay? And I was running my business Out, from outside looking in, I was a successful woman and I was always, you know, the one who would do as she pleased. But really, this wasn't true. I mean, the results show your truth. And for me, that result, being helpless, you know, living without purpose, having lost my drive was Mm -hmm. what made me to ask for help outside friends and family. 
Yeah, and I, I love that. And I hope our listeners are listening really carefully because you have such a powerful story, which I think we can all relate to, by the way, you know, and however that shows up for others, um, you know, we are constantly achieving. We're trying to achieve, 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 but we're always achieving things that are external um, to mm-hmm. us, you know. We're achieving, trying to achieve that next promotion or that award or that, you know, that sales number or whatever that is, when really what's the most important, and I love that, you you know, you, you bring this up, is like the result internally. Like how do you feel about mm-hmm. the person you are? How do you feel about the purpose that you're, you know, that you've been almost put on this earth to to do um and you know that's so powerful so i love that we've kind of delved into that because this is now a superpower for you right you've gone through this struggle you've gone through it firsthand and now you're helping others and this is this is it this is a superpower um being able to share with your own audience something like this is for me what i believe makes you truly truly remarkable so thank you for sharing sharing that now our listeners believe in the power of storytelling to create that human connection. Um, you just told us a story of something that makes you remarkable. And so can I ask you, do you currently share this with your audience and, and how do you share this with your audience? I share stories with my audience all the time, okay? Mm-hmm. I share my story, um, you know, I, I used to share it more often a year and a half ago when I started because unfortunately in this process, I lost my sister two years ago. So after that, I said, you know, I'm now developing a program to help others. So especially in the beginning, because I wanted to find the strength in me, I would share my story. I I could, you know, I was getting help from my story and support. Mm -hmm. And people would connect a lot to my story. And now how I use stories, I use stories, I use my failures, I use my, my experiences as entrepreneur, and I, I write, you know, my weekly mail to my mailing list is storytelling. It's only mm-hmm. stories. You know, what has happened to me, what, um, you know, experiences I can share, you know, personal experiences as an entrepreneur who is actually, you know, in, you know, in the growing phase of the business and how to, you know, I'm using stories to say everything, really. I'm using <laughs> a lot of stories in my leadership program as well in my work because it is experiential so we see how we behave through role playing yeah so I, I read stories to my groups very often you know every yeah. week yeah so I, stories are powerful and people can connect you know when you describe a fact maybe someone cannot connect but when you describe a story people can connect in different levels that's yeah. the amazing um strength of a story sharing I think you know people can find relationships uh, connections with you in different parts and was there a moment that you know and this might have just been natural for you to to do it this way but was there a moment that you you realized that doing like by sharing your stories and and using it heavily in marketing that it actually worked for you because I know that you have a six-figure business now multiple six figures you know, was there a moment that it kind of clicked for you and, I was like, and you were like, wow, this is how powerful it is. This, this is truly the tangible results that it's giving me. It, it's very interesting, a very interesting question because I had this, I could see that people would relate and engage and connect to me and send me private messages. And, and I had the negative feedback as well. I mean, I had people saying, 
why do you share your story so much? Because, you know, we heard about your sister. That's enough. Do, we, do you need to feel sorry for you? Ah. And that was very interesting for me because I said, you know what? This is my truth. Yeah. So if you can stand yourself and your truth, yes. to say your story, keep sharing because it is helpful. But you will always have people who will believe otherwise. Yeah, I love that. I love that you've said, you've shared that. Thank you. Because I was actually just having a conversation on the weekend with um, some other entrepreneurs and they're like, oh, you know, I just don't have time to listen to people's stories. Can you just get to the point onto the, but I think interestingly, you know, the really great salespeople, really people who can really, and I say sales, and I don't mean that in like the dirty, you know, second hand used car salesman way, but like literally because we're all trying to like the way that we get sales nowadays is to create that connection, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and a sale at the end of the day is just a transaction. It's just literally like the, the end result, which is a good thing. That's the thing that all of us entrepreneurs are, are looking for. And so it was really interesting to have that conversation because, you know, there are, I think there are some streams of thoughts, as, as you said, where it's like, just get to the point. Can you just tell me ABC, like one of those three, whatever it is. Um, but I think there's so much power in the stories. And what people don't really realize is because the stories itself helps your audience get to their aha moment, get to their epiphany. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the way, and just like when you were sharing your story before, I was like, oh my gosh, I can totally connect with this, even though the situation is totally different. Yeah. You know? I'm like, I can, I know exactly what you're talking about because I had, I have that same feeling. I've had those same external drivers. I have had, I've had all of those things, mm. totally different, but we can connect in that way, which is beautiful. Right. Um, sure, sure. <laughs> and so I'd love to know, so thank you for, so much for sharing that. Um, and so I'd love to know, you know, is there anything different? Um, so I know that you uh, email your, your database that you share on, I think currently like Facebook, um, and some other social media platforms. Do you, uh, well, actually, I should ask you, do you share your stories on other social media platforms? LinkedIn and Facebook and in my personal group, the free group that I have, Intelligent Leaders, Entrepreneurs Who Build Thriving Businesses in Facebook. Mm-hmm. This is a Facebook group. I share not only my story, I share all, all, all of my program. I share everything, okay? Right. Yeah. Because the work I do is very deep. Yes. You, can, you can never share um, too much. I believe. Yes. So I give everything and I'm, I'm vulnerable as well. You know, mm-hmm. people can, I can, I believe that people connect when they feel. Yes. And when I'm feeling and I'm sharing my feelings, other people will connect and because they will feel whatever their feelings because of their journeys, because of their experiences. Yeah. And I think this is what helps us help more people because for me, selling equals helping. This yes. is how I do it. I cannot help you if you don't join my program. I can give you everything, but yeah. I can only help you in my community and with my support. Yeah, that's so true. Um, yeah, selling is is helping and selling is serving. Um, that's, you know, uh, yeah, I love that. Um, and is there anything different that you're looking to do in your marketing going forward? Uh, so, you know, you have your group, you have LinkedIn, um, you have your email. Is there anything different that you're, yeah, you're looking to add to that? Um, actually, what I'm, I'm doing is trying to help more people, you know, to connect with other audiences like yours and to, you know, to take this um, 
out in the air that we can actually be flexible, we can change our minds and we can follow our dreams, whatever age we have. Mm-hmm. I, I only work with 45 years of age and older entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, you know, I have been considering to, to write a book as well, to share mm-hmm. my stories yeah. and to, to do a podcast as well. But this is, this is going to happen in a second um, stage at the moment. I'm doing what I do with love and works. And what I, what I have in my mind always is not to, not to work too much, to take time for me. Mm. Because, you know, you, people talk about six figures, seven figures, and, you know, uh, being successful. For me, I was sharing this with my husband over the weekend, actually, and I told him, I feel so calm mm. that I think this is success for me. Yes, you know, being able to lie in bed and sleep. Yes, <laughs> because for years I couldn't sleep because I couldn't connect to the true me. And yeah. now, and follow my gut, follow my intuition, and helping others. And yes. if you find this calmness in your life, I think you are successful and you can do everything. Yeah! Wow, I love that. Yes, success. It's it's such a different way of thinking about it, isn't it? Because I've kind of come to a similar um, conclusion myself, which is like, for so long we we strive for those successes of like more money and you know mm-hmm. all of these things, and it's like actually you're totally right. Like success is just being able to have a peaceful. And that's what I was saying to my husband. I was like, you know, I just want a boring life. <laughs> <laughs> like not have to worry about anything not stress out about anything like I mean I don't think I could do that forever but you know like just peace Uh, I think that's a really great way of saying it like yeah and to connect it to my story as I said I ran to help my sister I didn't I was not asked okay Mm -hmm. so if you put yourself first and you wait to be asked to help yeah First of all, you have an option to say yes or no. And you can make this decision based on your priorities and your needs. Mm. And I think this is what is, this is how I can help others. And this is what helped me because now I have time to spend with me and I am calm because I can say no. Yes. (laughs) I don't run to help without being asked. I wait to be asked. And there is so much power in that mm. you know to let other people take responsibility for their lives and to ask for what exactly they want because if you run to help you can offer something that the person doesn't need yes. okay so you don't put yourself as a priority and you lose track of your life and you run actually by and you're not helping someone else so put yourself first without any guilt this is what i would say and spend time with you yeah. i advise all of my clients to spend two to three hours every day alone, you know, by themselves, doing yes. some exercise, walking, cycling, whatever they fancy. Yes. Spend time alone and connect to your heart. Yeah. And uh, I wanted to just, you know, because I love that you spoke into the mindset of that, almost like, guys, you need to do this, right? You need to almost be with yourself, sit with yourself. But I know that 
you know, there are a lot of entrepreneurs, um, a lot of other founders listening to this, and they're not at that stage potentially where they can actually even free themselves up to find that time. So well, what I wanted to kind of get to um, in this conversation now is like, what's almost the te- like some of the tangible things that we can do to free ourselves up? And specifically, for example, I know that you have some team members or you have some help, um, some resources in your business. Can you um, can you tell us a little bit, bit about um, how many people you have helping you and, and kind of what they do just to help our other entrepreneurs on here start to think about how they can start to free that time up for themselves to find that peace. Yes, perfect. Um, I have, you know, I have used in the last year and a half, I've used about 10 people, 10 different people supporting me in different parts of my business. What has really helped me in this process is, I mean, I work now with some, I don't work with others, is not putting myself down when I make a mistake. There are some people that have employed and have asked to do work for me and the relationship hasn't worked out. Mm-hmm. I stop it. You know, I don't end the contract many times. So I will stop it. If I feel that this doesn't work, I will stop it and find someone else. Okay. So um, I don't spend time and energy if I feel that something is not working to, you know, to support it because there is a reason I feel this mm-hmm. way. Yes. So I... I don't put myself down when I make a mistake. This is huge. And the second that has made a ton of difference for me was making fast decisions. Mm. So don't worry about the risk and the result. Forget the result. The result is certain that it's going to happen. Okay? But you can make fast decisions if you make a decision on that point with the resources that you have at that specific time. This is the best decision. So make a fast decision without worrying the result. Continue, you know, assess it, you know, after two, three weeks, two months, whatever you choose, pick a period, assess your decision and change it. If it doesn't work, change it. For years, I wouldn't be flexible enough to change my mind. Now, I I can change my mind all the time. It is allowed. It is allowed to be flexible. So these two things for me have really helped me in my business. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Um, Okay. I guess just to, this has been so super helpful for everyone listening to this. If anyone is interested in what you offer in, um, yeah, gosh, because you your offer, what you do is just so, so powerful. So I'd encourage everyone to keep in touch with Leah. But can you please share with them where the best place is to go? Yeah, you will find me on Facebook and LinkedIn, Leah Zorzu, L-I-A-Z-O-R-Z-O-U. And uh, actually, I'm running a free workshop on the 6th of, no, of December, From Fear to Freedom, it's called, to help people understand fear and learn how to deal with it every single day in their lives. So I will be sharing this link as well. Um, and that's it. I am on social media. Send me a message, co- connect with me, uh, join my group, Intelligent Leaders, Entrepreneurs to Build Thriving Businesses. And let's connect. <laughs> and do you have an Instagram account as well for people? No, to- I don't have an Instagram. No, sorry. Oh, okay, well, we'll, we'll have to have a chat about that one. <laughs> for sure. 
All right, you guys. So you heard that we'll we'll be dropping the um the link for that workshop in the show notes as well. So definitely, definitely click on that, join. I think Leah just has so so much great great value to share. So thank you, Leah, for thank you so being much. Um, and everyone else, if you loved this episode, please leave us a great review. Um, be sure to subscribe, share it with all your friends, and we will see you on the next episode. Bye. Shen here. Thank you so much for listening to the Remarkable Entrepreneur Podcast. Now, if you are a successful online entrepreneur who would like to be on this program, then please visit go.theremarkableentrepreneurpodcast.com slash podcast dash guest. If you got something out of this interview, would you please share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials and tag me. I'm at Deidre Shen. And if you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media as well and let them know about the show. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. Now, we are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure that you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, reviews go a long, long way to help promote the show. And it means a lot to me and my team. And if you want to know more, go to our website, djshen.com. Follow me on LinkedIn, on Facebook. My Facebook group is actually called The Remarkable Entrepreneur. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Deidre Shen. Thanks so much for listening and we will see you.